0: Welcome to the Best of Women's Fiction podcast. I'm Leni Cameron, and in this podcast, I interview authors I admire. If you enjoy the podcast, I'd love if you subscribed and gave it some stars. This episode is with C. D'Angelo, who celebrates the release this week of her debut novel, The Difference is filled with Italian-American food, genealogy, and a dash of titanic history. Congratulations on your debut novel, making it into the world. Thank you so much. And this novel, it's got so much food. It's all about Italy and New York Italian and genealogy and heritage and I guess I'll say congratulations, because I saw that it hit the number one Amazon bestseller in a couple of categories already during your pre-order period. Thank you. Yes,
1: I can't believe it. I'm so excited.
0: So for those who are not familiar, the book's coming out this week. So tell me a little bit
1: more. Tell our our listeners more about what's the book about. A woman who has it all on paper, but is very unfulfilled and realizes she needs to know a little bit more about her past to help guide her in her future. So she goes on an ancestry journey to find out about her immigrant Italian grandfather and why he was so secretive about his immigration. Um, She's having a lot of issues with some mental health, some anxiety, some almost depression, and it's really starting to wreck her relationships, especially with her live-in boyfriend.
0: I loved her emotional journey over the course of the book. I mean, that's the best thing about women's fiction. The best women's fiction has a great journey. And I noticed that a lot of your reviews talk about that for your main character. In fact, that's the main thing people loved about your book is Rachel, the main character, people loved her. Like I noticed some of the words people use, like um, I wanted to give her a hug. I felt connected to Rachel. I could really relate to what she was going through. It sounds like people who've especially maybe struggled a little bit with feeling like their life isn't 100% of what they wanted it to be, are really connecting with
1: this book. I felt the same when I'm reading the ARC review so far, and I am thrilled that people are getting her, Uh, because I think she's such an important character that is very relatable to a lot of us, you know, I mean, who hasn't felt dissatisfied, who hasn't had a moment of you know, high anxiety or been in a slump, I won't call it depression. But you know, it's everyone has been through these certain times and felt lost. And, you know, so I think that that is really touching the audience. Plus, I write in first person. So I think that helps a little bit to really feel like you're with her on the journey.
0: Right, right. And let's take a quick peek at one review, which I thought captured the whole book really well. This is from uh, Meredith Malkin, who's an artist. And she says, Rachel is a character who lives inside all of us. She represents the conflict between monotony and spontaneity that we all struggle with and how both worlds can inform the other. And through culture, history, curiosity, this book, The Difference, is a mecca of pain, numbness, joy, and celebration. It teaches you that you are never stuck if you begin to be curious about your own life. What I love is, I love the curiosity of the main character, right? She loves her Italian heritage. She's all about Italian food and destinations, and she's always wanting to learn about that history. And to me, that was part of the book. That was like part, like the food. I was like Googling certain dishes, like, how do I make that as I was reading the book? Oh, <laughs>
1: That you did that oh my gosh yeah I was so hungry when I when I wrote this book let me tell you I was so, everything I did I was like oh my gosh I need to make this now but no I need to write yeah. so where did the
0: idea come from where did your original inspiration for a book that's all about kind of her but also like looking into her Italian heritage and really understanding that history like where did all those where did it
1: all come from well, this book started a long time ago, first of all, I, I got the idea in 2012 and I started writing it in 2013, but I took many long breaks in between the actual writing sessions until I got more serious at the end. Um, but the the year was the centennial of the Titanic sinking. So there was a lot of like documentaries of the Titanic on and, and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, that has been an interest of mine and i thought you know that might be kind of fun to make a main character have that kind of quirky interest like who's interested in that besides me um and so <laughs> I thought, okay, that and then at the same time, I had always wanted to do some ancestry research for myself. So it kind of became this blending of like, life imitates art and it imitates life, you know, and I think a lot of first time writers do that anyway, you kind of like you have to pull from a lot of your own life. Um, and and so it it just kind of popped out of those two things, basically, and it went from there. That's great. And what did this book's journey look like? This is
0: your debut novel, right? So <laughs> in terms of editing and revisions, like talk to me a little, a little bit about your path from having that first spark to getting here where readers can get hold of it.
1: Yeah, I ha- I'm i also a therapist, like my main character in the book. Um, and so I have another full-time job. And I say another now, because this is definitely a second job now. <laughs> and so um, with that, you know, it's it's a lot of, um, a lot of draining days, long days, whatever. Um, so I didn't, I wasn't as focused as I would have liked to have been at the beginning with the writing. So I would do it for a few months on the weekends. And then I'd stop. At one time, I think I took like a three-year break maybe. I mean, it, but it was always like, I'm going to finish this book. And then when I dove back into it, I moved to another city and I dove back into it. And I thought, okay, yeah, I got to do this, this, I'm feeling it now. And once I started, it was like, no stopping me, you know, it was all the weekends, every time I can get. Um, So I finally finished my first draft. I would say it took about five years. Um, And then- Congratulations for- for sticking
0: with it, because I think people underestimate that writing a book, it's not just about that first draft either, right? There's so much work that goes yeah. into it from there to getting it into the world. Yeah. And so congratulations, because like 99%, I was just reading the statistics yesterday, like 99 something percent of people give up before it's ever finished. Really? So yeah, and then we're not gonna talk about the percent that finish it, but never get it into the world, which is another challenge. Right. So right. So yeah,
1: congratulations on making it here and having readers who are loving it already. Thank you. I appreciate that so much because it has been quite a journey. So so yeah, a lot, a lot of editing from that first draft being done about three years ago. Um, every time I would talk to my friends and they ask, what are you doing? I'm editing. How, wh- what do you mean? I thought you edited it. <laughs> are you done? Are you done yet? How can you still be editing the book? You do not understand. <laughs> it is a lot of editing.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um. So, and so what changed yeah. like like for folks who are loving this book now if they were to look back at the original version
1: well uh, what yeah. might be the anything they'd be surprised by <sighs> well my writing has improved that's one thing <laughs> um uh, over time you know and and so i changed a lot because i thought oh gosh no i can't say it like that you know but the the meat was there um, I also changed it from third-person because I think first-person makes it way more relatable, like we were talking about before. Um, and then besides that, it's probably the typical things people cut from books. Like there's a lot of the backstory of Rachel and her best friend Maggie. Um, they met in college and, you know, some of the stuff that happened in college and, and, and different things like that, I would say. Some more work stuff um, with her um, partner in her office, Annabelle some of that with the, the kids that she sees so it's,
0: it's things like that so having been on this journey and I know you've also had some real publication challenges like many of us that it wasn't a smooth like road from A to B to get the book into the world is there any advice you give to other authors around like sticking with it or how to how to edit or just like what do you tell to people who are maybe like where you were a few years ago
1: the best thing I could say and what I had to tell myself many times was just stay with it. This is going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. No matter what I have to do, this book will be in my hands and it is, you know, and so I, I think that if you want something bad enough, you have to just stick with it and try to you know, make sacrifices where you can, you know, giving up weekends if you have a full time job to write and things like that. You just you, you have to. Um, so I would say just stick with it, have some grit. Um, I just wrote a blog post on that. So that's in my head, but, um, yeah. And how does it, how does it feel now you've made it this far? I mean, talk to us a little bit about like, this is it, this is launch week. How does it feel to finally be there? I am still in shock because I I feel like it's been a whirlwind since I, I, I finished it, not too long ago, like, to send off to the formatter and, and all of the process at the end, because um, I wanted to get it done and out. I mean, it's been eight years. I need it out there, <laughs> so, so I'm still in this, wait, this is happening? How is this happening? What's going on? I mean, it's just, it's so odd to me that people are finally reading it where i kept it such a secret, like my little book baby all this time, you know? Yeah. And
0: are you in the read your reviews or don't read your reviews? Like people tend to fall in one camp or the other. Have you worked it out yet?
1: Uh, Okay, so right now, because until this point, there's been all the ARC readers, um, I am just kind of checking and seeing like, I may need to just check in with somebody or something. Hey, you know, have you gotten a chance? Thank you so much and all of that. But I think after this, I probably won't. Because I'm a very sensitive soul. So I need to to protect my sensitiveness and my confidence.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I was just talking to another author who has sold like, I think, many, 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 like tons of copies. And she was saying she doesn't read her reviews at all. So kind of interesting that there's a bestseller that just does not touch her reviews, like stays far away. She says it's not helpful to her creativity to read them which is interesting. So, so talk to me about
1: the food in the book. Like, uh, we're, tell me more about that. I didn't mean it to, but I love food. So I mean, I'm Italian. So um, first of all, this book was dedicated to my grandpa um, and he was much like Rachel, like my hero. And he's he's been gone a while now, so he, he doesn't get to read it or anything like that. But I just pulled from all of the times that I spent with him and my grandma, um all the family meals and what did we do and how how it was growing up and so I I whenever I'd write a scene I I kind of went back to what would we eat, what was our traditional meals and and some of it I had to pull in some research because um of kind of the Genoa tie for for where my main character's family is from because we're not from northern Italy. Um, so I need to do a little bit of research on that. But it's like a lot of family meals in there actually yeah it is and it it makes it a very um
0: uh i'm trying to find the right word like family oriented comfortable kind of like there's a vibe there of the book because of all of these family meals that that's relatable it's very relatable and warm warm
1: is maybe the word i'm looking for yeah that makes me so happy you felt that
0: because
1: so in italian food is everything Of course, food is life and food is love, right?
0: Like that came across in this book, that food is love, especially to the Italians and many cultures around the world. So is there anything as it's getting out there and you're getting reviews coming in and people are reading the ARCs, is there anything that's been interesting or surprising that people have commented or asked you about or that's touched you? Like, how does it feel? Tell us a little bit more.
1: One of my favorite comments has been that they felt like they were reading Rachel's journal because that touched me so much because one of my very favorite authors is Curtis Sittenfeld. And I just, I remember the time period I read her book Prep and I felt like that book, I was inside her head, you know, the character, but really Curtis Sittenfeld. Yeah, and so I thought, you know what? Like, it was just this blink, like a flash of light of like, if I ever wrote a book, I would really want that for my reader. And I never thought about writing again until way later, like at least 10 years later. And so for someone to have said that was everything to me. You know, That's beautiful. Like
0: for me, what was similar was like, I really wanted to write a page turner. So the first time someone said that it was that, it was like, oh, okay, yes, I did the thing I was hoping to do. I actually like, you know, because you hope, but you don't know until you get it into someone's hands, right? How they're going to react to it.
1: And you did, by the way. I love, love, love your book. Yes. Oh, you're sweet. page turner.
0: So uh, we're almost ready to wrap up and talk about how folks can connect with you. But anything
1: I haven't asked that you wanted to talk about as you're here talking about the book? Not really. I just want to say thank you for all the support like in the writing community. I literally could not have done it without the support of the people would not have a clue what to do um and so i'm just very grateful and grateful to you for taking some time with me today oh you are so welcome and let's
0: look at how folks can connect with you so on instagram you're c.dangelo.author and your website is cdangeloauthor.com and folks can find all your other social medias there and um if you love the book send a note like one of the things we love as authors is like, tell the author, if you love a book, tell the author, you'd be surprised. It can make all the difference in the world. And like you say, like like getting that next book out there, but also you don't know how it's gonna be received. And it really touches you when someone says, this is how it was for me. Yes, definitely. Reach out, I love to talk to people. <laughs> there you go. That's not an Italian stereotype at all, right?
1: And, and I talk <laughs> with my hands, yeah.
0: <laughs> and you talk with your hands. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me. This has been a fun conversation and the book is out and available now. People can get it
1: this week. Thank you. Thanks.
0: If you'd like to see the video version of this interview and many others, visit bestofwomansfiction.com or follow me, Lainey Cameron, on Instagram, where I share these interviews weekly. You can also subscribe right here to the podcast.